Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. I'm Bill Murphy. Oh, I am Lawrence. President Patch Manlang. President has a good ring to it, huh, Patch? Oh, just a little bit. I haven't been a president in a while. Yeah, we you're almost president. Remember a radio club? I voted for you. Wow. I, I, I was almost president, vice president, and probably sergeant in arms. Not sergeant in arms. I was probably... What was the other one? Technical director? No, that was no. Business that's my director, official one of those business director. That was isn't it? I'm then I'm, I'm still the unofficial head producer of Duchess Radio now, Duchess Student Media Group. Yeah. Regardless, who are you talking? <laughs> All right, Danny Boy Reginald, vice president. That also vice has pre- a great ring to it, right? Oh, it's another great ring to it. I love it. Oh, thing. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But Bill, Absolutely. keep it going. And I don't have a title, but I am the OG, as Reg said on our post this morning. I'm an OG too. We're both OGs. And welcome to the first inning of the fourth game of the Sports Insanity Podcast. We're back on the on the Danny Network. Guy, we got a great show for you today. We got. As Patrick just said, with the Sports Insanity Network, we'll get to that in a second. And also, we're going to talk some baseball about docking. We're also going to talk about how me and Reg's beloved New York Yankees make us want to punch the wall right now. Oh, more than that, but oh, more than punch it. Whatever. The Nets and play out there. The Nets make me want to punch a punching bag sometimes, but hopefully that gets better for me and my team. They had a decent. Oh, we'll get to it, but they had a decent series against the Giants. Yes, they did. They did. We got so much to do today, so little time. But why are we sitting here talking about it when we could just get started? So let us begin. Pat, you want to begin the big news with our lovely our lovely new network? Come on. You just, get, the Sports Insanity Network. Can't leave it to us. Yes. You got, you're just like, you want to talk about the lovely, and I'm like, hang on, we, we can talk about a few things here. We can talk about the lovely pizza that I had for dinner tonight, or <laughs> the lovely show that Dan just produced, probably, or the lovely whatever you had in your water bottle that you had. But Ice tea. About, oh, iced tea, your lovely iced tea that you just had. No, we're going to talk about the brand new Sports Insanity Network that launched today. For all of you lovely sports fans out there that follow our show. This has been a six-month or seven-month project that it's been in the works. And, you know, when we think we're getting ready to launch this thing, uh, I get busy or Dan got busy or Noah Trumbly got busy from the Breakaway Bandits and the Face Turn podcast. And then finally, I went away for Memorial Day and finally, no, we need to get this done. And then in the processes of, in the processes of yesterday on June 13th, recording today on June 14th, 
me, Dan, and Noah spent probably a good two hours punching everything out to get everything ready. Yeah. And we're finally happy to announce that the Sports Insanity Network is launched. We have three shows right now on the show. We have this show, the Sports Insanity Podcast, and then the other show that I'm a part of, the Face Turn Podcast, and then our other, which is actually it's a pro wrestling podcast, throw that out there, and then to throw out the hockey podcast that we've acquired is also the Breakaway Bandits with Noah Trumbly, Mike Rifkin, and Nate Moser. Yep, and uh, all, all everything's together now. Everything has been uh, officially acquired, and we've been teasing this for a few months now. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, here and there, like, you'll see little things pop up, like, oh, um, for instance, like Breakaway Bandits, you may have noticed that their logo changed. The Face Turns logo has changed. You know, it's starting to put in the Sports Insanity brand into it. Then, of course, the website name changed recently. Um, yeah, all this stuff, it was just coming together very slowly, but we were able to launch it today. As like I said, I'm the vice president. Lawrence Patchman Lang is president, uh, co-founder. I'm co-founder too. Um, you know, it's, uh, we're so excited about this because we really, not only do we want to ex- expand our brand, but we want to bring as much content as possible. Like, you know, we talk about general sports stuff, but we want like another podcast where we can do a football show or hockey show or baseball show, you know? So it's just uh, some of the things that we're working on right now. uh, We're going to, obviously there's going to be many flaws to it. You know, we're going to make a lot of mistakes, but that's okay. (laughs) Hey, you know what? An easy process. I'm sorry. I know this is, because you guys are the two heads, but if I could say something. But yeah, you know, you know the old saying, folks, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we're going to have some struggles along the way. We're going to, but you know what? Sometimes the journey is more exciting than the destination. Exactly. And the big thing here is we're, we're, everyone's excited about it. Like everyone that's involved wants to be a part of this. So that's what makes, that's what keeps us going. And uh, again, you'll see more of it. We're going to introduce many other parts to the network. Obviously, we've mentioned blogs uh, that have been coming out here and there. Like, again, little things that we've been putting it in. But finally, shout out to to Mike Rifkin for keeping the blogs going. Yeah. Yeah. God bless that dude. I mean, he's done probably more than I have. He has two podcasts and he has done a shit ton of blogs. So, uh, all power to you, to the pun master, Mike Griffin. To the pun master, our new co-worker and new podcast member. And we are thrilled to have him. We're thrilled to have my buddy, Nate Moser. I've known him since college. Um, so uh, he was my roommate in college. So, you know, we we're always talking about sports and everything. So and his love of hockey, just it, it makes me light up my day really it's amazing so name bozer welcome aboard welcome aboard noah trombley our content and social media distributor that's right and shout out to him for getting all our posts ready today on all our social medias along yeah. with you along with you you guys got you know we were meeting last night and it's like hey let's schedule all our posts that way hey certain time nine o'clock network launches nine thirty. board is announced and then 10 p.m hey here's all the shows Everything was released very punctually. Well done. 
<laughs> that's the power of Twitter and Facebook, given the ability to schedule posts where, uh-huh. hey, if I want to say, hey, go listen to game episode one of the Sports and Sandy podcast, I can say, hey, it's edited, it's in, Dan got it up on Anchor, and then, hey, tomorrow at 10 a.m., it's launched, or it's available for everyone to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, crap, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, we were going to have a, we were going to have a big launch thing. We were going to have dancing girls and everything, but we didn't have the time. Uh, that, that, that happens, you know. Didn't have everything. the time, didn't have the budget. We didn't have the budget for it. And, and most importantly, we just didn't have anyone available. So it's like, you know, this is the, the best way to go about it as of now. And of course, like I said, we'll bring everyone together when the time is right. And we'll, we'll formally introduce everyone that's involved. Obviously, you know, we've been, we've been talking to the breakaway bandits uh, post for a long time now. So it's, it's not like, you know, they have been out of the loop. They have been. So they've been in the loop and then hopefully we can start interacting with each other more. I know you two are not the biggest wrestling fans out there. Or, you know, maybe a little bit of pro wrestling. But hopefully when we still get further down the road, we can still all intermingling with each other in all the shows. My sister and my brother-in-law, they're wrestling fans. So I can always, like, be like, hey, I'm going on a wrestling podcast. What should I know? Like, <laughs> what should I? Like, you know, and uh, obviously I'm going to bullshit my way through it because, you know, I don't like wrestling or I watch it. But... I'll I'll do the best I can for the network. Again, the network. We are we're team, and the biggest part about this is making sure that we support each other. Absolutely. That, that you know anything that they need, we're here. So I'll do anything. Okay, even just a joke around, I'll be there Me too. And also to go with that, we're, like like Dan mentioned, we're gonna hopefully start bringing blogs. Hopefully. A new project with the NFL that Mm -hmm. I've been working on is going to work. And then we're going to set up a few other things that if you guys want to help contribute to the podcast, we can do that as well. Because I do have a few ideas where I want to get some stuff made. And then that way we can start spreading the word even more. And if it's okay, I may have a few ideas. Yep. Cliff Notes version. Sports Insanity Network. We're super excited to do this. And... We, we can't wait. We're going to have some. But you know what? Show wise, nothing's going to change. We're just going to be the same crazy assholes you love. You know it, yeah, Exactly. And that's the beauty of it is that, you know, while obviously we the network now owns all three shows, we're not we're not the type of network that just steps into people's shows and be like, we're not just do gonna- this, do that. No, it's, we're not going to sit there with monocles and go. Yeah, yes, it, yes. We're, we're, we're our own producer. Like we produce show. We we have people that went to college to do this, so we produce our own show. Yeah, and, and just on that note, everyone in this show, we all like. For instance, we three we have creative control over this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Ripkin, Patchy, and Trombley have create control over Face Turn. And Ripkin, Moser, and Trombley have creative control over, over, um, over Breakaway Band. So right. none of us are going to be stepping on each other's toes and buttoning. Yeah, we're we're all, we all have creative control over our own shows. There, hopefully, there will there will be some collabs in the future. And I I'm really looking forward that. to that. I would love that. And also, we are going to have some help from our dear friends 
old ops guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. We love that guy. Ross Mason, depends on what day it is. <laughs> and and also maybe some help from our very dear friend, Sir Eric Ford. Yes, of course. Well, you can also forget another person that's been a part of this journey. Christine. You're forgetting Christine, about Miss, absolutely. But the lovely Christine. Miss Christine. Christine, please come back. We would love to have you back. Yeah, when, you're welcome when she, back anytime. Yeah, when, she, always when, open. She's, when she's not taking naps at seven o'clock at night and basically falling asleep for the rest of the night, you know. Well, well hey, you know what? Hey, hey, hey I know that feeling. I, I know that. Hey, I know that feeling too. But I'm just saying, when she has, when she feels like coming back, we will accept her because she's she's a great member. Just oh, just like awesome. the Lops guy, just like Ross, she's a big part of this journey too. So we're. Yeah. We'll be happy about that. And, and Christine, Christine, I mean that as a joke because yeah, I, I know me and Patch know that feeling as much as you do. That it's a, it's a hard day yeah. working. We know it's a hard day of work. Sometimes you just want to come home, crash, have uh, an alcoholic beverage or non-alcoholic beverage, and Whatever then you, you just pass out for the night. But you know what? Before we get to back on track here, I just want to say, you know who we really couldn't do this without? Who? We Patch really radio. We couldn't do this without the fans. And, 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 and without the fans, and also, Jay, I did, honestly, it goes all the way back to Dutchess Community College and Dutchess oh, yeah. Radio. Because you... if Dutchess Radio didn't exist, maybe us three don't, don't meet, mm-hmm. and then Sports and, San, um, uh, Sports and Sandy Hour doesn't come to fruition. Me and Bill don't meet, and then Dan comes in, and then SIP isn't born during a pandemic, of all things, which is awesome in a different note. Yeah. And then the network doesn't come to fruition because none of us would have met. So exactly. honestly, shout out to Dutchess Community College for absolutely you know, having absolutely. a radio. Yep. And can you believe, like just a few years ago, we were just talking sports in a in a studio in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, I actually missed the studio. <laughs> no, no lie. No, I was, no, it was, that was a nice studio. It was a pretty nice radio studio. Good and, equipment, and you know, so we're well. We, we miss just, all that. I just want to say, guys, well done on all the hard work. And I am so proud to do this show with you guys because when we got together, well, first, Patch and I, we didn't know anything about doing a radio show. I, right. I knew absolutely nothing. But yeah, I mean, no, no one does us, when you're when you're when you're going into this as for the first time anywhere. Blind. Yeah, it, you don't know what you're doing. So we grow, 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 just like this network will. Yeah. And we're so pumped about it. Yeah, because you know what? And and I think that's the thing. All three of us, we grew together. Yes. And Absolutely. we're going to keep growing together. And this network, I'm calling this today, June 14th, 2021, 8.35 p.m. This network's going to be a success. Yep. And we are. And, Amen. And we will keep on grinding. And that was my inspirational speech for the evening. <laughs> All right. On a different note, we need to get to talk. To, we need to talk some sports here because we talked about our network for a little bit and yeah, the journey that it's been. You are listening to the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Make sure to like us on Facebook by searching SIN Sports Insanity podcast, and also follow us on Twitter by searching at SIN Sports Insane. And now back to the bottom half of the inning on the Sports Insanity podcast. Let's yes, kick it do. off with the dumpster fire, as we call it, with the New York Yankees. Oh. 
Gentlemen, the floor is yours since I'm the resident Nats fan, and I just like to add fuel to the fire sometimes with gasoline and propane. But the floor is for the floor is yours for you two to rant about your New York Yankees. Go ahead. Ryan Cashman keeps listening to the nerves in the front office and keeps listening to the stupid analytics. I think it's time to get rid of Brian Cashman. I think it might so too. Uh, I I mean, look, he he's been there since what. 96 or so probably before that you know in the in like the scouting and the front office and all that stuff 98 he first came in well that that's what that's when he became the gf okay i'm sure he has been in the front office or involved with players and scouting all that stuff way before that so i mean you have to understand brian cash has been there so long and he has tried so many different things with his team. And look, here's the thing that, you know, and of course, when I when I say this, I'm getting this ideas from, you know, other podcasts and based on what I've been watching and, you know, all that stuff. Brian Cashman, when George Steinbrenner was around, has followed the lead of George Steinbrenner, which is pay the best players that are out there and build a winning team. George is gone now. So that obviously doesn't exist because Hal Steinbrenner is all about saving money and letting Brian Cashman do whatever the heck he wants to do. Yeah. Because I think I've told this story before. My dad met Roy White many years ago Mm -hmm. at a golf outing. And he said the exact same thing. He said, George Steinbrenner, he said, if any of the board, if any of their contracts were up, he said, and they said, hey, I want to raise George Steinbrenner, be done, done. No questions asked. He'd mm-hmm. give it to them. And he said, the boys, because Hank, may he rest in peace. Hank was still alive at this point. Hank and Hal goes, the boys, they run it like a business. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's like no... There's like no like what George Steinbrenner has. George ran it like a business. But well, yeah, he cared he, about winning because he knew well, if he wanted to build a championship team. You right. had to spend money. Well, well, the Steinbrenners are a business family. They you know they grew up in this business type lifestyle, so of course they're going to have business mentality. But George wanted to win. Hal Steinbrenner does not care. If he wants to win or not, he just cares about, you know, making sure they get under the luxury tax, which I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of luxury tax bullshit. Do you think George would care about the luxury tax? Hell no. He would care about paying for a good ball club. And clearly that has not been the case. I mean, sure, Garrett Cole getting that big ass contract, but I mean, and look, given I'll give you cash from this pitching has been a bright spot throughout this entire season. But in terms of players that could hit, in terms of especially left-handers, which would be beautiful for Yankee Stadium instead of these god-awful right-handed lineup that we have here, you know, we have to get players here. Like, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of this disgusting, disgusting general manager that wants to play by the numbers, not by the talent of the the players here it's ridiculous it's starting to get ridiculous and it's showing 
it is showing. The Yankees do not know how to play baseball the right way. The base running is absolutely awful. Oh, have you have you seen the base running? They keep they keep they keep getting into rundowns, Bill. They keep. That's what I'm saying. It's it's atrocious. And you know what? Like the only bright side, like you said, is the pitching. Is the Cole pitching. But, is yeah. usually good. He. Well, well, we're well, we're gonna get to Garrett Cole in a little bit too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, you know, he's not innocent either. But <laughs> exactly. And, and look, Kluber's been hurt. Right. And while the pitching has been good, it's also been inconsistent. Like, can we get a consistent start out of these starters here? Bullpen, can you come out every day and be shut down? And granted, bullpen, I'm sorry, bullpen's used too much. But can you come out every day and be a lightning strike? Well, look what happened with the, with the relief, what, what we saw with Chapman, two games in a freaking row, mm, yeah. gives up. The Minnesota game, the freaking Minnesota game. Yeah. I had my broom ready. I had my broom ready. Yep. And then game's tied. A few minutes later, Nelson Cruz, two-minute home run. Then the Twins come back and beat the Yankees seven to five. And then, and then, um, and then, and then, um, Saturday happened. I only saw a little bit because I was out, but, but, I'm like, and you know, they, I saw when they, it was tied they got, was they got lucky friend. tying the game because there was no hitting. Once again, no hitting. But of course, the Phillies, which are a mediocre team, allowed the Yankees to find a way to come back to tie the game at seven. You know, of course, DJ LeMayu finally got, he gets that contract. He's been awful all year. He finally comes through oh, with sucks. a big, <laughs> the big three-run shot and then of course they lose it in uh, extra innings and then and then yesterday when i saw the score for a bit i I didn't even bother watching the rest because i'm thinking i like i kept looking at my phone like you lost seven and nothing to a mediocre to a team that's mediocre at best yeah you you know what it's called being outmanaged by an old school manager Joe Girardi. Remember him? Oh, remember yeah. Joe Girardi? Yeah, he remember, didn't listen to the nerds in the front office. Remember, yeah, remember Joe Girardi? Well, he kind of did, but he also was like, no, 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 we're playing it this way. And I'm going to put you in your place, Joe Girardi. I'm not going to be a player manager like Aaron Boone is. I'm going to get in your face. And I'm going to play it my way so that we win. And you know what? Which strategy? I have said that I'm going to say this to the Cashman defenders. Stop defending him, please. Yeah. Because listen, I know all the Cashman defenders. Well, you know, he gave us four world series rings and I'm like, yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But you know what? If you're not producing results now, you can't put the four World Series rings on the table and say nothing else matters. Well, you also have to understand, Bill, a lot of that team wasn't even he was part of that core that helped bring that team to life. But he wasn't the guy that brought those players. Understand that. Maybe 09. 09, I'll give him. I'll give him 2009. Before that? It's a good team. Like, my goodness. 
It's a shame. And I'm sorry, enough of Aaron Boone. Can, can we have enough of Aaron Boone? Yes. Here? He's done. He's done. After the guy is a gar- the guy's garbage. Oh, there's, there's he, his no his mannequin is absolute freaking garbage. There's no leadership. He's not a manager. He was never meant to be a manager. He's a spokesperson. He's a spokesperson for the front office. And then what's the he's a front con- office tool? And what's the consequence of it? No leadership. I'm just doing this because the front office told me to do it. And if Shut there's up, no, and if there's no leadership in the in the you know, in the manager side, who else is going to be a leader? Is Aaron Judge going to be a leader? No. Aaron Judge is a selfish prick. Is Gary Sanchez going to be a leader? No. He's also a selfish prick. Is Aaron Hicks going to be a leader? No. He's too busy getting hurt every thirty-eight seconds. Yeah, another bad contract by Brian Cashman. How about that one, right? And he extended what? his big to big and giving big ass money for amount of years. Crazy. And now I know what you guys are. Now I know what you're all thinking. Guys, calm down. It's mid June. No, this is not the time to be calm. Bill, before you know it, it's going to be, it's going to be the end of July. That's when I be the All-Star break. I said, now's not the time to be calm. Like, now's the time to be starting to have a, we have now's to panic. the time to get crazy because you know what? And, and like, you know, usually Yankees do get off to a slow start. That excuse is only okay for April, not for June. Not even for May. Not even for any month. Any month. Well, okay, well, maybe April. April. April's fine because you still. So, okay, you, but May you never know September, what happens. No excuse. Because April, it's a little shaky, but then end of April, beginning of May, you start to find your footing. But you know what? And like, listen, does Cashman need to be fired? I'm not 100% sure yet. I'm leaning towards yes. But you know what? No, no, At the no. end of the year. Fired. Fired. At the end of the year, let me tell you, Cashman better have the balls to call Aaron Boone in his office and say, Aaron, pack your shit and leave. He's not going to do it. That's his guy. Exactly. And if he doesn't have the balls to do that, then Hal Steinberger needs to call Brian Cashman in his office and say, pack your shit and get the hell out. The Yankees don't fire people. But he's not, he's not going to do it, Bill. No, he doesn't care. He has the balls. He doesn't care. This is what the Yankees have come to. No one, no one in any managerial spot cares enough to make changes. Nobody cares. It's as if it's as if Brian Cashman, and he has certainly has not earned his right, but it's as if he has earned the right to go off on his own terms. That's dangerous. Because what if he continues to go down this route of analytics? And look, there are a lot of heavy analytic teams there, but these teams, while they're heavy on the analytics, also know how to manage. They also know, hey, my pitcher is struggling. I'm not going to keep him in there just because the numbers say so. No. No, I'm he's gonna... struggling. You go to the freaking no, bullpen. Go to the pen. Aaron you put up Boone. a lefty, whoever. Whoever. Exactly. Right. And, and then when, when the guy's struggling, you go in. Mm-mm-mm. Come on out. But you know what? The thing is, here's how I, what analogy I would use. Brian Cashman is like the spoiled child mm-hmm. who's who has browbeaten his parents, <laughs> who is Hal Steinburner. Right. And instead of Hal Steinburner putting his foot down and saying, you're going to do this my way, 
and you better get us a winning team and you better stop this analytic bull crap. Hal Steinberg's like, okay, Miss, okay, Brian Cashman, do whatever you want. Hal Steinberg yeah. needs to grow a pair. <laughs> Cashman needs to grow a pair. Well, the, a message needs to be sent somewhere. Saying, so listen, if I'm Hal Steinberg, we, okay. we want to win. This is a business of winning. And listen, how if I'm if I'm Hal Steinbrenner, I'm okay. Maybe I wouldn't go as crazy as I would, as I just said. Say I wouldn't yell, "Get your shit and get out." Mm-hmm. I would. I would say I'd shake his hand, say, "Brian, thank you for your service to our organization, but it's time for we go a different direction." Have yeah. good luck to you. Yeah. But you know what? Listen again. If any Cashman defenders again come out and say, "Well, for World Series." Again, I said this earlier. Don't put the rings on the table and say nothing else matters. Am I right, Badger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not even. There's not even talk of like trading for. I mean, the Yankees made this stupid trade by trading Talkman, and I think this was after our last show. The Yankees traded Talkman to the Giants. And we got a pitcher back. Uh, what was it? What was it? Wandy Rodriguez, something like that. I think I so, something like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, up and down. Terrible trade, but t- by Cashman because ever since Mike Talkman, on a small, let, let's. I'm going to defend Mike Talkman for a second because, in a small, small, small sample size, for this season, Talkman was batting one something and had terrible numbers, but. He barely played. He got to the Giants. He's playing every day. And he has been better with the Giants defensively. And he's always been good defensively. But hitting-wise, he's hitting home runs. He's hitting singles. He's hitting doubles. He's being a run producer. So I'm wondering, why the hell did we get rid of this guy, Talkman, who I actually praised over the past two seasons? Even though he's not great, but he gets the job done. I'm wondering, why do we get rid of him? But then we keep someone like a Clint Frazier, who has never been very good. He has Ever. Brett Gardner, who has sucked since 2017. He's been a non-factor in any any part. I think it's time for Gardy to go. You know? I love him, but and he's my brother. And my brother Danny, that Gordy's his boy. Right. But... but why do we continue to keep these idiots in our lineup when we had someone like Mike Talkman that was good, that was doing well if you played him more? It's just crazy. And then not even a, a, a mention about getting a pitcher like a Max Scherzer. Sorry, Patch. But, you know, like not even that to beef up the starting pitching rotation. You know, trying to get the team better. Like not Absolutely. even that. Beef up the rotation. Like that. It's it, it's it's unbelievable. And take advantage and, of free agency. Yeah, and, and on top of all of this, all of the players are regressing. DJ has regressed. Gary Sanchez has regressed. Aaron Judge has yeah. played well this year, but he's on. He's not healthy all the time. John Carl Stanton has played well all season, but he's not healthy. Glaber Torres has regressed. Aaron Hicks has regressed. When he's healthy, he sucks. So, 
it's so a regression is not eat and, 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 and it's not a coincidence that under Aaron Boone and with the front office that cares about numbers than talent, we have seen the regression go. And let me just say something. I'm sick and tired of the people saying, well, the, the 200 wins in two seasons. Those are fake 200 wins. Uh, period. I am sick and tired of that. Um, so I was happy to be at a Nats game. On a Sunday, instead of watching that BS down up in Philly, because I'm in Washington. So, you know, I was happy to watch Kyle Schwarber hit two bombs and have four RBIs throughout the game. Then oh, watching the, this crappy ass Yankee team that it's we have great. to watch throughout the season. And I just want to say, oh, and by the way, the Nats, they played regular baseball, they bunted. They hit. They walked. They don't swing for the field. They stole bases. They play defense. Yankees don't do that. Go ahead, Bill. They're too busy swinging for the fences. Because that's what the numbers say. Are you saying, Reg, this should be Cashman's last year? He has to go. The Yankees, especially the Yankees, don't make the playoffs. Because, but again, they're going to hold on to the well, 98, 99, 2000, 2009. I'm like, again, nothing else matters. Yeah. Every, I, I've said that a lot and I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Everybody, I'm sorry. Stop freaking defending Brian Cashman. Stop he doesn't defending deserve everybody. to be defended right now. It's everyone. It's everyone. Top to bottom. Because the New York Post is defending him. Even the training staff. Get rid of the training staff. How many, injuries, everyone. how many injuries have the Yankees had under Girardi? I don't remember any injuries under Joe Girardi. Maybe All a few here and there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and that happens a, when you play baseball. You get hurt. A tweak, a tweak, you know, maybe a, a bad tear here and there. Nothing like I've seen under Aaron Boone. And Judge staying out for stiffness. Yeah, that's another thing. Like Aaron Boone, can we play? Can we play Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stan in a a few games in a row here, like you know, every three days he's off. No, and no. you know what's another thing? It's just like this whole general thing, and then we'll get to the other stuff. Is you know why people get so disgusted with watching Major League Baseball sometimes? Why? Because the amount of money these people make too. Yeah, yeah. Especially this, because you know what it is. I'm, and okay, this may be a side tangent. But I was talking to my priest two weeks ago, Father Pat. If you're listening, shout out and. We were talking sports, and he told me with the Boston Celtics, I know this is basketball, but he said Red Auerbach, when players came in and said, hey, you know what? I had a good season. I should get a raise. Red Ar- you know what Red Auerbach said? He goes, okay, but here's the thing. You have a bad season. I have the right to dock your pay. Hmm. I, think, I think GMs and ownership need to do that. Saying, well, okay. You have a good season, you get a raise. You suck, your pay gets docked. They'll never do that because players have too much power, unfortunately. It's gotten to a point where the player dictates everything. And as unfair as it is, that's just how it goes. And that's every sport. It's basketball, it's football, baseball. So it it is what it is. But, um, But yeah, I mean... At the very least, a salary cap. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> At the very least, and look, baby, and we could probably write a, write you all a whole doctoral thesis on but, that. But believe me, I do not feel sorry for any of these million dollar ball players. If they, oh, wait, I'm get his stiffness in his right leg. Oh, shut up, Aaron! Shut <laughs> the hell up! I don't feel sorry for them. I don't uh, for them, and, and I also and I'm, as big as a Yankee fan I am, I got to admit, watching this season is embarrassing. Yep. Watching this season makes me, I don't want to say depressed, but kind of does. It kind of does make me a little depressed. Yeah. So, well, uh, and we'll get through this together. You know who I also don't feel sorry for? These pitchers that keep cheating. I don't know about you, Pat. Absolutely. Oh, I (laughs) Oh, what a transition. I love it. Even Garrett Cole. Shame on you, Garrett Cole. Shame on you. Touching that hat. Trying to get some sticky stuff. Well, it, it, apparently the pitcher had on uh, the the catcher had stick out uh, some sticky stuff in his glove too to make it work too. <laughs> there's a there, there, there's a video of that going around of Garrett. I, th- I think I saw it on TikTok. Um, Garrett right. calling the catcher with the um, spider tack. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Those, those uh, it's a shame because you know if the player gets caught. You're, you know what? I think you should be thrown out of the game, and then you're suspended for five. You're suspended for your next three starts. Well, here's we'll what the well, here's what the, the here's what part of the his crackdown is going to be. Um, any type of foreign substance that's going to be around these pitchers, if they get caught, not only they're going to be ejected immediately, they're going to get ten days of no points. They're going to get suspended ten days, which they should. And I and I think that's a and that might be a first offense thing. I don't know what's going to be like for the second offense if they continue to do it. Oh well, well, hey, you can go to Rollis Chapman and ask him what happened with him. <laughs> exactly, and singer, and, yeah, and, and it's ever. I mean, and Major League Baseball gave this warning like around spring training. I mean, they've been warning them for a long time, but they're starting to crack down this year. They gave a warning out before spring training about this stuff. Like, hey, we're going to start to crack down, so you better stop. And, of course, the umpires were left with, well, let's let the teams come out and say, hey, I don't like the way this guy's uh, this guy's touching himself and then trying to get a grip on the ball. Check him out for foreign substance. I he hate to stopped- sound like a 12-year-old boy, but when you said you don't like the way he's touching himself, so many jokes could be made about that. I know, Bill. I know. But here's the thing. Sorry. This, Sorry, is, a fa- this is a family show, Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry <laughs> for Bill's sick mind. A- anyway. I have a so, sick mind, but I didn't go there. So, obviously, the teams could have done that. But, of course, every team has a pitcher, at least one pitcher, that touches any part of the cap, whatever to get whatever substance and put it onto the ball and they'll doctor it. And it's, and they, but they'll, they'll just get away with it. But now recently MLB is like, we're really going to start to crack down and we're going to send an officer out there to check, make sure umpires check and, you know, starting probably next month or so, probably even this month, they're going to implement a rule that says no substances to doctor the balls or else we're going to come after you. And this is the right move to make. And it's 
obviously having an effect on these pitchers. But I don't know, Patchy, if you read this. But but this uh, it's been having an effect on pitchers because ever since they started cracking down and their pitchers have stopped, obviously, they have been the RPMs of their speed and stuff have been going down. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think Garrett Cole, like you know, Garrett Cole was asked about it. Right. I think he was asked about it. I I had thought I had a quote pulled up, but I don't. My apologies. But then it was like his next start. It's like he had a horrible start. Right. And then it, it, it like raised the question: Well, was Garrett Cole, you know, altering the baseball for to help him? Yeah. So literally, velocities have gone down. With sliders and fastballs, cut fastballs, breaking pitches, all of it has gone down, leading to more hits. So batting average has gone up maybe what, 11 points or so in like the last couple of months. So it's having a major, major effect on the pitchers. And it just goes to show you, are they frauds? Like, are some of these pitchers like frauds? Like, are they not as good as we thought they were? Like a Trevor Bauer, you know, who got a lot of money from the Dodgers in the offseason. I don't know what you folks think about this, but it's hard to think about because it's like, wow. Like, you just, it's just, it opens your eyes a little bit. It does. It does because, you know, um, I think uh, Trevor Bauer is at the center of this as well. Well, Um, He's at the major seat. at the, yeah. yeah, he's there. He, he's at the major front line because a oh, stupid Kit Kat ad. I don't. I had a thing pulled up. <laughs> stupid Kit Kat ad. Give us a, Give break. Us a break, Kit Kat. Not sponsored. Uh, but it, apparently, his four seam fastball. Apparently, his four seam fastball. Um, his RPM rate went from twenty three fifty eight um in twenty nineteen to twenty eight thirty five this season, which is a lot. Which is which is a little question. And, and, and it's like I said, like, you know, are the, the obviously the, the whatever sticky stuff, the substance is, is helping the pitchers, but it's helping him by that much. Raises a lot of questions. It raises a lot of questions because, you know, it's not like these hitters, they're, they're not great hitters out there. And though know, these are powerful pitchers as they have been advertised. So, it's hard. It's it's really hard. It's even harder for to watch Garrett Cole struggle. Like Garrett Cole struggled his last start. Like, damn. I mean, he wasn't. He, he was ultimately he was he was good enough to win. But it's like, wow. Like it just opens opens it up a little bit. Like it just it's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. And of course, the the cheating has been going on in baseball for many years. Steroids and you know all that stuff. But it's like, well. That's our show. That's our show. We made it to the end. Hurrah. And you didn't want to kill me in these last 20 minutes. Not the largest last 20 minutes. Patchman's going to sign off because he's ready for bed. He's been up since 530. But we're excited that the network is here. We're excited oh, to be back for too. season four or season four or game four, however you want to classify game it. As game, game four is back for nine weeks. Minus maybe a week break for 4th of July, depending on when July 4th falls on. I think it's on a Sunday, so we might take July 5th off. 
anyways, to yeah. recuperate from from July 4th activities. But we will address that situation we'll down it when we get there. the road. Absolutely. We will so that for, when we get there. We'll address that when we get there. Before you get to your spiel, go check out our website, www.thesportsandsandynetwork.com. For Danny Boy Reginald and myself, Lawrence Patchman Lang, I'm signing off. Bill, you can take it home. I'm Bill Murphy. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Patch just plugged the website and follow us on all the social medias. And it, and that's it. This has been Game 4, Episode 1, in and one of the Sports Insanity Podcast. Like I said, I'm Bill Murphy. That's Lawrence Patchman Lang. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Stay safe and take care. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was gonna do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.